0: Okay, so I don't know what just happened, but all I know is I kept falling in and out of sleep. And, like, as I was falling in and out of sleep, like, something weird kept happening. Like, every time I was, like, waking up, it's I felt like I saw somebody sitting over me or sitting next to me. And it was dark all around. I'm like, who is that? But they were sitting up next to me like... They were really sitting next to me like, I don't know. Like, like, they didn't mean me no good. Like, they really was like, I think, I feel like they probably was... I don't know. I didn't feel like they was really up to something, but just like... Like suspicious. I don't know. But every time I would like put my head down or kind of like just be drifting in and out of sleep, like, you know, focusing on God. Every time I did that, their head went down. And it looked like, you know, I feel bad for you. I kind of believe you. I think. I think. That's what it looked like. It looked like they was like, you know, I see the truth in you. So this kept happening. And every time I drifted in under sleep, they were saying, like, it's Kwanda Rondo. It's Kwanda Rondo. But, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I should believe it. But I just woke up. When I woke up, I had a vision, a quick vision. It's like I had just got a pink tat on my neck. And it was a, I don't even know what it was, of, like a music note, a Chinese letter or something, I don't know. But it was a pink tat right on my neck. And I was, like, looking at it, but I couldn't really get a good look at it. And I was talking to this girl, and she was, like, talking to me. And she was, like, she had pink ties on her neck that kept changing. It was a bird. It was, like, a, some other stuff. And she was just talking to me, like, you know, you remember me? Don't you remember me? And I was, like, At first, I was looking at her like, I ain't know for real. But for some reason, like, all I know is, like, my memory made me feel like I remember her. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And then she was like, yeah, like, when you was young, you had crashed your car into a garage, you remember? Like, I hopped in. And I was like, my memory was like, nah, I was at home. The only person in the car was me. And the only other person that was there was my little brother. And he wasn't even in the car. But, something just kept telling me like, go along with it, go along with it. So it wasn't that I was lying. It was just like I really don't know what's going on. So I'm just like, yeah, I remember you. I'm like, yeah, I had drove the the the, Hulk, the car to school on the first day, and you was in it. I remember you, and it's like it felt like I remember her for real, but I was trying so hard to remember her, and I did not remember her. So. I woke up from this vision, and when I woke up from and I saw his face. I saw rondo face. And first, I was about to just like take that and go. Like I was just about to feel like I remember this girl, this the girl I grew up with, and all that type of stuff. But some just told me take it to God, take everything to God. So I took it to God, and God was just like, "Don't worry about that." And I looked in his face one more time, and he looked like, oh, okay, all right. Like, oh, all right. Like, like something ain't happened. Like, somebody ain't let something happen. Or something happened like he was expecting it to. Then I got the word, like, that girl was supposed to, that was a setup to get you jumped. And he was trying to get you jump. You gotta be careful. He be trying to he be trying to get people jump, setting people up and stuff. I'm like, oh, this must be because of what earlier I was saying or I thought, you know. But all I know is, right before right after I saw that look in his face, I saw like his face kind of like lit up a little bit, like the truth and the light. The truth and the light, it kinda lit up in his face and he like way looked like he was about to cry for a second. And I was like I recognized it. I was like Oh yeah, you know me. Like we well, don't know me but something just happened. And I think that I think what happened was, you know, he found out I was telling the truth. He found out I wasn't lying this whole time. And somebody protected me. He he actually believed it towards the end, but was just a little bit towards the end. And then I got up, and I just kept hearing like, shh. And I, I felt something like, oh, you need to whoop her, whoop her, you know, something, something for that. And then I heard my sister. And like, I was about to fight her. But I didn't. Like, and all I heard was like, you ran. You a bitch or something like that. I don't cuss no more. But that's what I heard. Then I kept feeling this weird feeling like some off, some still off. Like, watch your back. And I noticed it was, like, when I looked at it in the spirit, it was, like, my sister over here. Then it's, like, two or three people, girls, I think, over here and to the left. But they kind of, like, off to the side. And, like, it's, like, a weird, like, circle around-like thing. So it's, like, they working together with my sister or something. But then I kept saying, hearing shh, 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 shh. And start trying to put together what happened like what just happened and then I heard them say like you know it was telling the truth you really wasn't lying but here's the thing I had a visual Kwanda Rondo before the vision I had with Kwanda I was in the hood and it was a fox it was a mother fox it was a baby fox and it was crying out The mother fox had a broken rib or, like, sod or something. And I was trying to carry, she gave me her baby, like, save my baby. I was holding her baby, and I didn't know what to do, but I was going to figure something out, I guess. But then I wanted to save her, too, so I was trying to pick her up without hurting her broken rib bone. It was a, a baby red fox. Or a a mother red fox and a baby red fox. Then Quan pulled up in that car that would be on his album covers and in his videos. And he just stood there and looked at me for a second. And it's like he didn't feel bad for me. But he felt bad for the, the fox and the little baby. So I was like, help us please, you know. And like I handed him the baby. And he was going to take the baby and help the baby. But he didn't want to take the mother fox. I'm like, please take the mother fox too. You know, don't leave the mother fox. So he took the baby fox and the mother fox. And he um, he went in his car. He drove off. And all I know is I was left there. Like, dang, how am I going to get out of here? But after that, I always saw this look in his face when he was looking at me. Like... I don't know like he like he, like he almost get hope when he see me or like he believe in me or something but for real for real when I'm looking at him what I see is you know I see like deep down like he can be saved he can be saved. Like I said, I see the truth and the light in his face, and it's always towards the end. It's always towards the end. But it's like a, it's like all this, and I don't know what that, what to call that. I guess that's him. Then it's like the let the the rest, like the little bit that's left. Like I only say it's like thirty percent, but probably like thirty percent. Towards the end, is truth and light. And this whole time, I've been avoiding him. I've been avoiding him because you know of his role in the King Von murder, and if he had a role, I don't know. And because something just kept him like, don't don't be by him. don't go by him. don't go nowhere near him. So I avoid him. And honestly, I'm gonna be a hundred. I think that it might have something to do with like. He like me, and I might like him type thing. I think for real, that's really what it almost be, but neither one of us would say that because it's like no, I ain't gonna go that far and say all that. But you know, that's what it really be feeling like for real. But all I know is like I just don't be with him. I don't go. I don't go near him. And it be feeling like you know, I'm putting his life in danger when I go around him or do him at all or see him as a good person, because it feel like the way this whole thing set up, it's like, you can't be no good person. You can't help nobody good and righteous. Like, Satan gonna be after you. Satan gonna be trying to make it harder on you. Satan gonna be, you know, trying to require more of you now to prove you really on his side, you know. And I ain't want to go by him, because I'm like, I don't know if that's true, but it feel like it, so I'm not about to... Jeopardize his, you know, well-being, even though, you know, even though he put himself in that situation. And I don't even really feel that all the way. I, that's why I see hope in him, like, you shouldn't really even be here. But, like, I think mostly the reason why I mainly stay away from him is because I feel like he got to want. He got to want God. And it's not that he don't. I see it in him, but he got to be, like, choosing him for himself, you know. Because a lot of people I see that in. A lot of rappers I've seen that in. A lot of different individuals I've encountered I've seen that in. But I can't go all the way and fight hard for them, like, you know, like that. Because, like, they not my assignment, you know. And when I do that... I'm kind of going off course of what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's not that I can't find the time. It's just that if I find the time, it had to be because that's what you wanted. You wanted that. So I can't, like, I don't know. I can't make it my business to go find the truth and the light in him and do the best that I can to try and save him because God ain't, you know, well, it ain't about God not telling me because God is obviously the one showing me that in him. So that's for a reason. But it's just that, like, I didn't go out of my way because I felt like. And it felt like you want me to. It felt like you want me to look out for him like that. Like he, he, he looked like he seemed like he really even deserved it for real. Because out of all the people who must know about this situation, he actually showed up to help, you know. But this was like last year and around this time. It was, I was like way closer to God. And like, that's why I feel like he kind of like a problem for real. He might really be a problem for real because he showed up when I was closer to God and like, he still had like, I don't know, I feel like he got a power to him that's like dangerous. Like, if you, If you light and you go around him, he can probably, you know, pull you away. He could probably pull you away, but I just didn't get that from him. I didn't feel like he wanted to pull me away. Another thing, though, that like he be keeping his distance. He did keep his distance from me, though, when I was shining because of my light. You know, Jesus, you know. But, like I said, I saw the light in him. And this whole time, and I feel like the reason why I'm talking about this now, and I haven't talked about it before, is because, like I said, it wasn't, like, directly my assignment. And also I felt like I needed to stay away from him. And, like, I felt like when it was time, this this whole conversation, everything, I, I feel like I know will present itself when it's time. And I feel like today it kind of like was time. I don't know for sure though. But all that being said, like every time I see him, I kind of avoid him. And I don't really avoid most people. No, I avoid a few people. I avoid a few people. I ain't going to put their names on this one. Cause it's time. It's gonna be a time for them too. It's gonna be a certain time for them. It's gonna be a certain time for everybody. And God gonna give me clarity on on a word on everybody when it's time. But I'll be avoiding him because I don't know. I can see it in his eyes. Like he can, he can see the truth in me. He can see the light in me. But I don't want to speak for him. And I see the light of him. I see that he can be saved. It's just like, when I look at his situation, his circumstances, it's like, I look at the bad and I'm like, man, you know, that's heavy, you know? But then it's his story. And it's like, for real, for real. You deserve that, too. You do. And I really, I really want to save everybody like you. For real. But it's like, I feel like the way I do things is it might be just me, and the way I do things, where it's like, I think I fall, I'll probably fall in love, or I fall in love with people, and that's how I help them. I don't know because it always every, and that's something I want to talk about too. Every time I'm in a vision with somebody, a guy in particular, it's always a romantic thing, but. I know in my heart, I'm trying to save their souls. I know in my heart, I'm trying to bring them to God. I know in my heart, I'm trying to do God's work. But it's always a romantic thing. And I wonder why God always, why, you know, Jesus is always placing me in these different visions with these different people. These different guys. And it's always a romantic type thing. Like we're messing around or something. And it's not always messing around, but it's like it's always like they like me or something. So I'm like, why is why is that like my position? Because I know that in reality, I'm not that girl. I'm really not that girl to just mess with all the dudes or mess with every dude. I'm really not that girl. But throughout this entire process, I have been hearing like, you know, A lot of dudes want you, for real. Like, it gets so deep that it's like even Jesus himself want you. And that's why a lot of dudes be wanting me, because Jesus want me. So it's like Jesus got a, like, a. I think it's like a romantic-type love on me. A romantic-type light on me. A romantic-type power on me. And that's the power I'm using that's what I'm protected with, like, and so that's why when I'm helping people, when I'm in these different visions, God send me to these different places, it's always a romantic type thing, but also, not only that, you know, you know, I was told that I was so into, you know, slavery, spiritual slavery as a sex slave, and like, this more like a sex trafficking thing and you know I might be like almost prostituted off in a way but don't nobody feel bad for me because all these lies been told on me make me look like I deserve it and I don't and almost it don't not everybody care but some people care and they be like you don't deserve this you don't deserve to be here and that's what I see in him like him like feeling that way but I feel the same way about him like You don't deserve this. You don't deserve to be here. Like, I kind of see his circumstances and his situation. And I see, like, you know, he he grew up rough, maybe. I don't want to speak for his life. But, you know, he might grow up rough in tough circumstances, and he almost ain't have a choice. Like, he he wanted to make it, you know. And, like, just like I tell you, Just like I be saying on this podcast all the time, you know, God showed me and told me when I was younger, like, everybody don't just automatically just sell out. Like, they be, you know, given little to no choice where they got to fight for their lives and they kind of got to, you know, they don't really have a choice. Like Tupac said in a video... In his, in his um interview, he said, you can't tell the Illuminati no. You can't tell them no. They're not taking no for an answer. You tell them no, and they're going to try to get you killed. They're going to try to kill you. And he said, right at this moment, they are trying to kill me. You know? And that's, like, I knew he was telling the truth when he said it. But yet still, the reason why I automatically write off the rest of it, which is, like, the fact that people do go seeking out, not go seeking out the Illuminati, but some people do just offer themselves up, you know, and take that deal and want to be in it, you know, because that's true still. But the fact of the matter is God already showed me. If you got, you know, a strong will and you got, you know, a lot of, you know, fighting you, or like they're going to break your will they're going to do everything to break your will they're going to do everything to force you to choose them like what I'm going through right now like it's a choice it's always a choice but you got to be willing to die about it you got to be willing to suffer torture, go through whatever about it and I don't know how long this going to last I'm still in it I'm still going through whatever I'm still suffering and After what I've been through, you know, I wonder who could make it through that. You know, I'm blessed by God that I even made it through. It's not by my power that I made it through. God brought me through. So, you know, it's not that God won't bring anybody through that choose him, but it just, it took so much, it takes so much every day. And I'm still fighting, and it still feel like, you know, I got to fight every day because... They can steal my destiny. They can steal the power that God gave me. They can keep me from God's presence. They can, you know, steal my entire faith, everything I built up, and just take it. And, like, I can just be left without it. And I was like, I feel so weird because I feel like, you know, who am I without God? I I, I can't have ambitions. I can't, you know, I can't. You know, have hope that one day God is going, you know, bring me out. One day I can have a destiny because they stole it. They stole it. So every time I think about, Jesus, I'm going to be happy with you. I'm going, you know, for the rest of my life, I'm going to abide in you and worship you. And I know one day you're going to, you know, make a way for me. Anytime I start thinking that and I start really believing that, like I once... Have it's like the power that God's placed on me that make me believe that, that keep me believing in him. They snatched it. They took it. I got to fight for it every day. And that's the thing. Like, they steal it. It's your power. So every time I'm worshiping God and every time I'm praying and every time I'm doing everything in my power to build up, you know, power to be in the presence of the Lord and to feel all right, they come and they snatching it off me. You know? So... I just feel like I can't walk away. Well, the thing is, I actually still can. I still can walk away. You know, I can walk away and I can go and do whatever I want to do. I know that God always going to have my back regardless. I can trust that and I can know that. But my family, you know, they holding my family from me and against me where it's like, I don't want to lead them. Like, yeah, they, they holding my faith and all that stuff, but they, they, I can easily snatch that back from them. Not easily, I don't say easily, but I can take that back from them almost quite easily, and I can go. But I'll be walking away from the completion of this assignment and my real destiny, so I'm staying here to fight and see this to the finish, And get my family back. Because God has shown me that Satan got my family. So I'm fighting him for my family. And for my life. But they really just trying to kill me though. But all I know is like. I see that. Whatever he just did. Was like kind of smart. It was kind of smart where it's like, I'm going to get you jumped. I'm going to set you up to get you jumped. But you only going to get jumped if you was lying the whole time. And I don't know how he set that up so that if I was telling the truth, it would never happen. I don't know how he did that. But it must have been a thing where it's like, okay, if she knew the whole time, then she's going to do this and she's going to do that. And this going to get exposed and that going to get exposed and then she gonna run right into it, she gonna get jumped. But I've been jumped so much this whole time, I've been jumped by everybody. Dudes, girls, everybody like everybody all at once, you know? And I I'm, I'm I'm confident that, you know, I can make it out, I'll be alright. Like, yeah, I suffer whatever I know what that's like to suffer, but I'll be I'll be fighting, you know. But I know that also I believe he saw somebody. Like, I feel like I, I saw him see somebody. Like, he was in somebody's face. Like, he saw somebody in it. He looked my in their face. And a split second, I saw, but it was snatched out of my memory. And I think that was NBA Youngboy. And I think that he was vouching for me. And even he was holding me back and protecting me from walking into the fight. So, it might have been, really, he just kept me from, you know, getting jumped. But I don't know if I always believe that because, you know, he guided me, he helped me, but also like I'm, i I'm asking God, you know, I'm, I'm checking in with God about stuff. But a lot of times God is, you know, redirecting me right back to Him because like, like He got you, He got you, He helped you, you know. But. he believed me the whole time or whether he believed me or not he stayed by my side and we talked about this a few times like I'm like every single time I'm like I'm coming to conclusions like this ain't this don't make sense that don't make sense he right there like yeah yeah like yeah mm-hmm. this that and dirt came up with that same thing and I'm like how you know how you know And he like, how else would I know except if it happened to me too? Same thing happened to me. So he know I'm being set up. He know I'm being extorted. He know I'm being, you know, scouted by Satan to sell my soul and almost forced. and, And I'm fighting this every single day. He know that already because it happened to him. So that made me wonder the whole time, like, okay, so you made it through then, so you ain't sell your soul then, you beat it, and but then how can that be true if he here? So then it gave me it gave me worry because I think so, I could still I was I would just have to fight forever, so like you here fighting forever then. I would just have to fight forever. It never get no breaks. Like, we just have to learn to fight them about everything I want, everything I want to be forever. Like God would just, if I if I can't do all that God requires from me, I'm just gonna be here fighting forever. You know, because it's like I'm in it. I'm pulled into it anyways because I got sold into this by my own family. I guess I don't want to say that, though. I don't know if it was my family. I could have just got pulled into it. But that's when I start questioning. I'm like, so you, I can tell you good. You're a good person. I could tell you different. I could tell you got a certain power on you, and I feel like that power only comes from fighting and winning, or fighting and prevailing, and however way you did it. But he guided me and he helping me and almost like giving me the game. That's something that's been said to me like, for the past three days. I'm giving you the game. You should be. And I saw a post like. You know, you should be happy. You got a dude that's gonna give you the game and all kind of stuff. And then I hear different conversations like, you know, he ain't give like he don't give any girl the game or he ain't giving every girl the game or something like that. You know, so he must really care about you if he give you the game. And then that that got a lot to do with why a lot of people hate me and real jealous because he actually helping me. But I can't give all the credit to him. You know, it's God that's bringing me through this every day. So that's why I don't really put too much on that. Because it's like, for real, for real, he could be part of what they doing. He could be with them, you know, against me too. He could not be for me. And it just looked like he fighting for me. But he really don't really want me to succeed. Nobody really want me to succeed, you know. I figured that out when I got close very close then nobody really want me to win so I almost feel like he set me up too but I don't know if they cool like I wonder if him and Quan are no cool for a while it was like it seemed like they wasn't and then recently it's like they got new songs coming out so they cool and then I saw in a comment like him he cool with them but a lot of times I feel like I can't go near Kwando Rondo It's because of him, because they so cool. They like brothers. And I feel like kind of he like me or I like him or one of those or both. And that's why I can't kind of go near him for real, because it's like betrayal. It's betrayal. If I kind of like go near him, because it wouldn't just be like uh, like with a lot of people, it would be like he really fall in love with me or something. And I only really be saying this because I know, like, if you ain't making it known, then it's probably because, like I said, that's your brother. And you don't want to beef with him or nothing. But then that that would be acknowledging the fact that he would beef with you over me. And I don't, you know, all the way know that. For real, I feel like a lot of the times that's narrative being pushed It's like it's a lie for real. Because he do him. He do what he want to do. But I still want to do that. So I know that that's like that for real. But then again, I look at the one time I encountered Kwan Rado. And, you know, he offered me help for myself. He offered to help the people I was trying to help, which shows that, like, maybe he believed in what I'm fighting for or my selflessness, but he don't really want to, he don't really feel bad for me, per se. And I can't speak for him, but I just want to say that I feel like a lot of people feel that way, and and it's, you know, that's what most people, that's how most people is, you know, treating me. Like, if it's just for you, we don't care. Like we going to let this happen to you. We don't care what happens to you if it's just for you. But you're gonna be fight. You like you gonna be fighting alone with only God if it's just for you. But if you're trying to help other people and you being selfless and you fighting and giving your life for other people who need you, then we'll help. Maybe. You know, because we care about them, or we feel like they're the real victims, not you. And. I've been trying to see it from that perspective and I can't find, I can't find, I can't find, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it because it's like, I know what happened this whole time. I saw what happened this whole time. You know, I really got dead so wrong, you know, set up and targeted just because of, just because I got a good heart. Like, I don't know if it really came all the way down to this like maybe they had other reasons before they even showed up to begin with but when they showed up they found out that I was the good one and that's why they tried to kill me and so many different times not so many different times but it's rare it's more rare than other everything else I hear all the time but every once in a while I hear you know them say like you know it's because you're good. Everybody already know. Everybody already know you were set up. Everybody already know that everybody working against you. Everybody's helping. Nobody cares about you. You know? I'm like, so they jealous. And they just hate good. I don't think they really hate good. They're just jealous of the anointing on my life, I guess. But I don't really want to say that's all that it is. But, you know. I see the NBA young boy. He. He can be. Sensitive about me. When it comes to certain people. And to be quite honest. I feel like that's reflective. Of. Him recognizing. His self in people. Like. I don't want you around this person or I get kind of sensitive or touchy-feely when you around this person because this person got qualities just like me that I know you would probably fall in love with or that you would like. And I don't want to keep saying that fall in love thing like it's just real deep like that. But I noticed that. I'm like, yeah, that's why you cool with them. I can tell that's why you rock with them for real. The same reason you rock with him is why I rock with him. You know, we must got a lot in common, you know. But he gets sensitive because it could get deep. Like It's not just going to be how he is with girls or he is with people. Or if it's, he not really, I don't want to say he not jealous. He is jealous. He's a jealous type person, but I just know that he not jealous about everybody. I be around certain individuals, different individuals, all different times. And he do not care. I bring it up, he don't care. He know about it, he don't care. Oh, this person in love with you. You know, this person really, really wants you. I don't care because I know you would never really be with them. So that means that when it comes to certain people, he feel like I'll really be with them. But it don't matter because overall, you know, he not he ain't that messed up about it because he know I really wouldn't, you know, be with nobody. I wouldn't say but him because sometimes I'm like, not even you. Most of the time, I'm like, not even you. I don't know. I don't know because it's like, He got his faults. We all got our faults. Ain't nobody perfect. But it's like a lot of times I see he kind of like a snake in the grass. Like, I got to fight you too, you know. I got to fight you because you almost, you know, dragging me down. But I'm fighting so hard for you. A lot of times you be my biggest enemy. And you ain't going nowhere. But... You still, a lot of times, my biggest enemy. Like, you don't want me to move on and be happy with God. What? Like, nah, you know, if it it come between you and God, I'm choosing God, you know? And that's the issue I be having. with him. Like, almost like he want to take God's place in my life or something. But... I can't say for sure that that's what that is because, as I said, he won't be helping me most of these days. And if he helping me to praise the Lord, he helping me to worship God, he helping me to keep fighting for God. You know, then obviously he not trying to take God's place. He trying to help me. He just want to help. But also. I know this. If I even would choose him over God, he wouldn't want me no more. He would not even want me. Like, oh, you selling out? No, that's not attractive. Like, the main reason he probably like me or even want me is because of the qualities he recognizes in himself. Like, not willing to, be, to sell out, fight hard, you know, for what you believe in. But then again, it felt like he was like me anyway, it's kind of just that, like, no matter what I did, you know? But nah, we wouldn't have nothing in common. If I was like, oh, I choose Satan. I I trade on God quick. After everything God did for me, I trade on God quick. I, you know sell out, you know, choose you over God, choose anything over God, you know, choose a hamburger over God, you know, nah, you know, because every single time I'm worshiping God and I'm truly focused, that's when I feel like he's the most in love, but I don't want to, like all this I'm saying, I just want to, you know, say a quick disclaimer. I know what I know, but sometimes looks can be deceiving. It ain't even looks, it's feeling, it's guidance, you know. But that won't change the fact that I might come back later and be like, "Oh, this person did this. This person did that." You know, I found out this and that about this person because they was like this, how they was moving the whole time, you know. And that still be true. That's why I really didn't want to speak on the Quanarano situation because then I would sp- I would have spoke on it, and I felt like it'd have been too soon. Let me wait see see if there's gonna be more information, and it wasn't. But I said something about him earlier, and I saw him. I saw his the look on his face like. What, I ain't do nothing. I ain't say nothing. And I was like. All right, you still you. But also, I want to talk about a few things, like feeling like I'm the mother or like sounding like it sounds like I hear mommy. Like people call me mommy, like I'm mommy or something. And. I do have motherly qualities about myself, like you know, say to children, sacrifice myself for other people you know willing to suffer so other people don't have to type thing, follow my lead, I'm lead you to safety, type, pray for you, you know, be strong so you don't have to type qualities. And I see that God placed me here for a reason, because a lot of people need that. They need that mothering, you know? But the reason why I don't agree with that is because this is a broken place full of broken people. Like the world, of course. And there's a lot of heinous things going on. And... I see that they, you know, they have different roles. Everybody has a role. Here's the real dude. He's going to be a young boy. He's real. He got everybody back. You know, when everybody turn their back on you, he there for you. And he look out for you. And he want to be with everybody who don't know about, like, everybody else try to cast out or turn their back on. He want to be the one person that got your back. Then here's LeBron. He's the dad, you know. He's there for the, all the people who didn't have a dad growing up or needed a dad. He's there to be your father figure. And the only thing that was missing was the mom. Who's the mom? Who's going to be the mom? And I think that they're trying to make me their mom. The mommy. And it's like. It's wrong. Because it's like. Not that I don't want to. Beat her for each and every single last one of y'all. Not that I don't want all y'all to win. Like probably more than. Anybody in y'all life. And I feel that way for real. Not that that's not the case. It's just. This is a broken environment. And you can't. Place people in different positions. You can, but placing people in different positions to fill gaps and in, in holes in order to somehow provide, a, you know, comfort or as like a tool. Like you're somehow trying to build a house and make this a home. This is not no home. Your home is with God. You can't... I mean, you can, but it's not... That's not a forever thing. The only thing that's forever is for you to get to God and get healing. And I, if anything, God sent me here for that, you know, to break them free so they can get to God and get healing. Because I can't stay here forever. I can't stay here forever you know playing mommy I gotta heal too and I think that that's probably why they see me as in this position because it's like I want to heal and I'm probably a lot more you know I won't say a lot more healed because I don't know but maybe I'm just a lot more healed than every other girl or woman here where I'm a lot a lot more selfless and I'll I love the kids. I always want to take care of the kids. I always want to, you know, I see the potential in you. I want to see you rise to your full potential. And I want to be 100% good and righteous and obedient to God. And I want to learn how to be a woman for real 100%. And all that, you know, to the point where I I suffer, you know, to keep you from suffering type thing. And... They're like, okay, you be the perfect mommy. You the mommy. And I'm not. I'm not the mommy. I'm not the mommy because in this position, in this situation, one thing I've noticed is that there's so much responsibility placed on me, way too much for one human being. And I'm always fighting for good, and I'm always trying to do everything in my power to, you know, keep this messed up stuff from happening to people. Do everything in my power to, like, fix people and fix stuff. But And I'm sacrificing myself to do it. Like, I don't get second to myself. And it's toxic. It's extremely toxic because I need healing. I need healing from God, and I got to fight to get to God, because if I get all the way to God and um, break this off of me, I'll be gone forever, but they're not trying to let me go. So I do understand that, like, you know, when it comes down to it, I have learned a lot from a lot of people here. They helped me through, taught me a lot. And I'm I've trained- I'm being transformed and I've grown so much because of it. Even though all glory and honor and praise belong to God, it's all God really. Which give me a new perspective on it, how it can be a demonic, satanic environment like such, but still God plays such a big part in everything. But God is in full control. That they, that reassures you and give you confidence that it don't matter what route Or what you doing, or how satanic, or who you worship, who you even bowing down to. God is in full control of everything. So a lot of these people that seem like they sold their souls to the devil, it's not that simple. It's like they might still have relationships with God, or God's still looking out for them. God's still talking to them. God's still watching over them and in control of everything, you know, even if they did. So it feels like it's not that simple. Whereas like you sold yourself to the devil, you don't got God no more. No, you still got God, you know? And he's still making himself available for his children because he loves us. Like, you might have submitted yourself to another God, submitted yourself to Satan, a false God, but he's still on the lookout for people to save. That's God, you know? But duh, we should know that. When you know there is people who found God in the midst of cursing Him and hating Him, and never feeling like they would ever choose God, never would come to God, never would need God, and that's when they—that's when God penetrates their heart. The Bible said God can penetrate any heart. Nothing is too hard for the Lord. So. I see that, but I'm fighting such a demonic presence all the time that I can't, like, it's like they trying to lead me away from God, trying to make me forget my faith, forget how to pray, forget how to seek God, forget who God is to even find Him, you know, trying to keep me away from Him long enough to the point where they can somehow put in my head that I'm my own God or... That somebody else is God, or forget how to you know forget how to be with god where to where to find him, so it's demonic, but overall, when you trickle it all the way back down to the to the base of everything, it's an altar. That everybody's bowing to, and Satan that they answer to, and a lot of sin that is controlling us, we're slaves to, and just selfishness. Like, I see it's like higher ups where it's certain people who can feed off your power, steal from you, steal your power, and use it for whatever they want. And then there's like other people who get stolen from like myself, but I fight for it. I got the ability to fight for it. And I got the ability to fight for my family, but they keeping me in the dark for a reason. They keep me in the dark for a reason. They keep me away from God for a reason. They watch everything I do for a reason. They keep me from prospering in life until I accept some sort of deal, or I, you know, let go of my destiny and God for a reason. They do all this for a reason, you know. And I see that a lot of people don't have a choice in the matter. But I'm reminded of this vision of when I was praying. It wasn't even a vision. I was just praying. And I went to this place where all I know is it was me and then it was saying, And then I was sitting there and it looked like I was like doing everything I can to put something together. And all I know is he, he said something to me. Somebody said something to me. And I was like. about to get to defending myself with all these different facts and evidence about everything that's going on, but it's like you might as well not even lie. You might as well just say it. Like you might as well, like such and such and such just said something. And I couldn't say nothing else. And I was just like you not gonna be able to stop my destiny though. You're not gonna be able to stop my destiny though. That's what I said and he was standing over me. Next thing I know, everybody just showed up on the side. And he said something to them like, and all of y'all gonna help me, you know, get her to sell her soul to me. And they always was like, we got you. And when they said we got you, they said it all in uniform like an army. And they said it like, you know, almost like, they doing it because of what just happened or what was said, like I'm lying or you know like I made a deal with him or something. like we just all heard what just happened. We all just saw that you can't lie no more, you can't hide it, all just lying, whatever else you're doing, you know you just got exposed type thing, but I still don't know what it was that was said because I know I know what I believe. I know what I know, you know. I know what God said to me. They keep saying the same thing the whole time. Like, nobody lying on you. You really did that. This is your sin, your fault, da da da, da, da. And it's like, yes, you are. You lying on me. I don't care what you say. I don't care what Satan say. Y'all some liar. Satan's a liar. What do you mean? Like, this was a setup from the jump. How you expect me to believe that You ain't. this ain't no setup when and then this is kind of what he didn't want to hear but it don't matter because how you expect me to believe this is not a setup when God sent me here on a mission to revise the people from the second I got here I was a target you know maybe I was dealing with different things obviously my own sin throughout my life yes it might have been wrong of course whatever but from the second I got here I was a target and God was showing me how it was different things set up. Different people in my ear. The whole time watching me and sabotaging me. You know with intent to destroy. And by then, it's like everything is compromised. Everything been, everything is deceptive and set up. Y'all been waiting on me for the prophecy to be fulfilled. Y'all know the prophecy. Y'all know that I'm sent here from God. And y'all know that the re- the main reason I'm a target... And the prophecy states that I'm a demon hunter. That's what I'm. That's what it's all about. That's why I'm a target. So anything else you say is about my sin or whatever else you said, the reason why I'm in this situation is a whole complete lie. But you should know that already because you, every single last one of y'all probably went through the same thing. Going through the same thing. The difference is y'all probably gave up because y'all started to believe that it was your fault. And when it come down to it, even God going to say, it is your fault, though. It is your fault. Regardless if Satan had played a part or, you know, tempted you or whatever, you still was tempted. You still allowed yourself to be tempted. You still participated in whatever you did. So, you know, whatever sin you have is still your sin, regardless of how it happened. So you held accountable for that matter. But... That don't take away from the fact that Satan set it up. He lied and you pretty much was how you supposed to be able to, you know, how are you supposed to be able to resist his lies or temptation when you are imperfect human being capable of making mistakes? And none of us are, you know, exempt from these mistakes. Each and every single last one of us have sinned. And he's so old. He's been here since the beginning, tempting Adam and Eve. There's not a human on this planet that can outlie him, that can lie more or better than him, that can deceive more or better than him. He turned a third of the angels against God. So at the end of the day, whatever logic you have, that is my fault. What sense do that make? Are you saying it's my fault because I ever sinned ever in my life? When none of us are, you know, exempt of it, okay, accept it. Yeah, I know I'm a sinner, but that's why I go to Jesus for forgiveness. And you're not about to keep me from my destiny, trying to harbor or hold me in my past mistakes as if I am not growing, changing, and fighting for God. And the fact of the matter is, if you acknowledge the fact that Jesus is forgiving me, You don't have nothing. And let's not even get to talking about how you set it up to begin with. In my weakest moment. Or when I was unaware. When I was ignorant to a lot of different circumstances, situations, whatever. You know. That's so. Like it's life. But you know. I guess it's why they blame God. I guess it's why people blame God. I'm going to say that. I guess it's why people blame God because it's like I'm held accountable for something that couldn't have been helped or controlled. Like, there's no way I could have gone my whole life without making at least one mistake. And so I'm being held accountable for that mistake. But it ain't.